It's time for Cubicle Insanity. I've got Kim here with me and I'm Tammy. We're back together again to chat all about that which we love, corporate America. Our podcast is a discussion about the real insanity from cubicles in our workplace. From leadership and leaders to experiences with life in the cubicles. Let's get into our latest cubicle insanity. Let's go. Okay, so Kim, we were chatting a little bit about this article, and it's a topic that has come up several times, and that is giving sort of that constructive criticism or negative feedback. And uh, we happened to pro- across this article um, from a tweet from Aaron Schmuckler, and it says, negative feedback will backfire outside the context of a solid experience So he goes on to say that criticism isn't effective, which that's an interesting thing to say. Um, Even when correcting its support, that does the trick. So in looking at this article, which we've already kind of chatted about, um, the article is from the Harvard Business Review called Negative Feedback Rarely Leads to Improvement. I would agree with that. So that is... Uh, that puts a little bit of a spin. So we talk, we have talked several times, I think, over um, a few episodes about it's important to give constructive criticism mm-hmm. and be thoughtful about those conversations. Agree. Yep. So um, I'll do a, a quick little synopsis of this article here. It's, uh, it was based on some research by Paul Green, a doctoral candidate at the Harvard Business School. And some of his colleagues, and uh, they had a uh, organization that they worked with, and they also did some sort of uh, lab work, if you will, on this. And uh, their conclusion that they they came to was that this negative feedback rarely leads to improvement. And when they start talking about it, what the findings really were, and the negative feedback they call air quote disconfirming feedback. And so what they found out about this is that if your um, relationship with this coworker um, or manager is a discretionary, meaning it's not a requirement or you could somehow as part of your job not uh, be in that relationship. So if that's where you were getting this uh, disconfirming or negative feedback, then you would According to their study, those folks would try to um, eliminate themselves, move away from, disappear mm-hmm. from those networks, and into uh, sort of a mode of what he calls a uh, shopping for confirmation. So mm. when they were hearing this negative feedback, they were like, hmm, I don't really need to work with you, so I'm just going to go over here and look for some new pals at work where they will confirm for me what I'm doing. They will support me with my decisions or my actions. Mm -hmm. And I don't need you to be part of what's going on here. I'm going to move myself away. He does go on to, so so again, just to summarize, um, uh, the negative feedback is uh, well-received. That might be strong. I can't remember his words. Um, when there was already this existing relationship, 
So if there was already a trusting relationship and that person uh, came to you and said some of this uh, disconfirming or negative feedback, Mm -hmm. then there wasn't that notion that you had to go out shopping for the confirmation from others. Um, The example uh, given in the article is, um, you know, for my spouse, I disconfirming feedback. Um, But in that case, uh, you're not out looking for someone else to confirm what you've done because there's already this uh, trusting relationship that exists. So uh, the interesting thing uh, from this article is that really it's human nature that takes over. Yeah, I, you, you see it all the time It uh, around performance review times, around when somebody gets feedback that they may or may not agree with. It, not if they agree with it. I mean, they embrace it and go, okay, yeah, that's really great feedback. But, um, you know, if they get, like, negative feedback, I would say the majority of the time you do see people shopping around for um, someone to... Uh, agree with them that that's not accurate. Um, the word is escaping. Uh, commiserate, commiserate with commiserate, them. Commiserate, true, yeah. Uh, commiserate, like, oh yeah, that's yeah, that person doesn't really know, or yeah, that's not who you really are. Disagree with them. So, yeah, it's yeah. their ego. Do you think it's their ego? Okay, so another thing we've talked about their ego. Of course, it is. We all have egos, right? So of course, that's playing in. It's. Again, I think this comes up all the time. There's sort of these things. It's about those trusting relationships. So if you haven't built a team of people who can trust each other, then that feedback isn't going to be taken right. seriously. And so, um, you know, it's it's not effective because if they don't trust you, if they don't already have that relationship, why should they listen to any constructive feedback? Yeah. I, I think that's the key point because I don't, what I didn't see in this article is it talk about constructive feedback. It talks about negative feedback. Yeah. And it's a, for me, it's a difference. I, yes, in general, I agree with you, but I wonder if just be, and the article doesn't go into that much detail, yeah. but is it just because it is a, it, it's someone's postdoctoral work. So sure. it's either positive or negative. They, they don't uh, differentiate like you and I would. Yeah. But I, uh, I'll i debate this a little bit with, with negative feedback. Um, I'll give you an example. The other day I gave somebody some negative, in the, in the, to use these words, negative feedback. And I don't really have a relationship with that person. I mean, I know that person. We, you know, intersect every so often, but not a real strong, tight bond, like, you know, peer to peer or anything like that. And, um, a lot of people have been kind of chatting about this person. Now I get it. My role is kind of different than a peer, but okay. So I went and I sat down with the person. I said, Hey, I need to talk to you. They got nervous, right? Because they don't, we don't have that relationship, but I said, I want to give you some feedback because I want you to be better at your job. And I want you to be better at what you do and helping others, blah, 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 blah. I gave them the feedback. 
and what was interesting is they were like, oh, you know, I, I don't know if it was a show, but they were like, oh, this is really great. I, you know, thank you, thank you. You know, and they were very trying to be very positive about it. And I'm like, well, I'm just kind of told you, you kind of suck right now. Trying <laughs> <laughs> to synthesize the feedback. Um, and what was interesting is they did go down the hallway and ask somebody else, like, did you send them in to talk to me about, you know, such and such? Like, no. Oh, well, you know, Kim gave me this feedback. And the the other person said, well, what do you think about that feedback? And surprisingly, they were like, well, I didn't really like the feedback, but I think it was done with good intent. So I think that's the point. Even if it's negative feedback, and even if you don't have a relationship or a rapport or trust with somebody else, I think if it's done with good intent and you preface it with it's for good intent, I think it can be received. And you maybe don't go out and try to commiserate as much, even though this person did. Right. They went out to seek validation, right? Yep, absolutely. But they didn't spend a whole day, which I've seen others doing, talk to every Tom, Dick, and Harry they can find to commiserate with. Yeah. So they can come back at you and be like, oh. Hmm. Yep. I talked to all these 12 people. They don't agree with your assessment. Right. Yep. They like me. Yep. And what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I also wonder if, because again, this is a actually a very short article um, that talks about this. And there might be more findings, um, you know, in the research, mm -hmm. but it could play in maybe just even the culture of the organization you're part of. Sure. The, you know, your reputation um, and, and things like that could play into that. But they did go ask. Their first action yeah. was, I need to go talk to somebody else right. about this and right. get, you know, yeah, their take on this. Validation. Yep. I'm, I'm looking for that pal yeah. In this whole thing. So I, I, th there was a, a portion of this article that was talking about, well, okay, so if you're going to give this sort of negative feedback, do you sandwich it with the positive feedback? Mm. And uh, this researcher was like, absolutely not. That doesn't help anything. So that is still not a style to take. So I'm with you on, it is how the information is presented and, um, I know that we have shared many times, you know, feedback that we have gotten yeah. um, on various occasions, some quite valid, others right. not as much. And the person, you know, giving it, again, maybe if even if you don't have that greatest of relationship, but if they are coming from a place where they're telling this to you to help you improve, mm -hmm. you can sense that a, sure. a little bit too yeah but um the other interesting thing at the end of this article it says um so this is the researcher saying you know i think it starts with creating confirming a confirming environment and confirming relationships where feedback of all kinds kinds won't lead to this threat state so to what you were saying is Perhaps the environment you're in is already a confirming environment, mm -hmm. even maybe if you don't have that relationship. Yeah. 
And I think it's interesting the words chosen here is this threat state. So he goes on to say an awful lot about organizations just doesn't lend itself to such an environment. Competition for promotions, Mm -hmm. negative financial results, downsizing. These put up walls between people. We want to build structures without so many walls, and it's hard to do. So we do have all of these things already in our environments that sort of prevent us from having Mm -hmm. a completely confirming environment. That's why we look for these confirming relationships. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that they they did take into consideration the environment as well. Mm -hmm. Because, you, you know, just thinking about different companies where you've got like a really, say, upbeat and it's kind of a little bit looser and, you know, sales are going and the company is growing. When you get that feedback, the negative feedback, regardless of maybe who's giving it to you, it's a little bit easier to to take, to hear, to accept than one where it's a grind and you know, you're not making the, the company's not making the numbers and there's layoffs and yeah. Well, there's those companies that every year they have reductions in force, Mm -hmm. maybe more than once a year. And so when you get feedback like that, I mean, I know my mind immediately goes to, Oh, am I next on the list? I just got put on the list. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. It, it, it is, um, about this and, um, so I'm sure there's, you know, several details that, that we're missing here. The, um, he doesn't go into much about, um, the, the phrasing or the approach, which is typically what you and I are talking about is, mm-hmm. you know, being thoughtful about that. He's talking before you even get to that point, what, you know, has to be in place. So that information is yeah. actually received. The, you know, a lot of engagement surveys, so 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 many things link back to the engagement surveys. Right. So many of the engagement surveys have that question or a related question about, do you have a, fr- a best friend at work? Yeah. Uh, or something along those yeah, lines. Right. Because if you have pals at work, then it makes it more enjoyable for you to go there mm-hmm. every day and, and do your job. So that also came to mind for me when I was reading this in that... So you get the bad feedback. Well, of course, like, well, if you have those best friends or those good pals at work, that's who you go to first going, oh my gosh, can you believe this? This is what I was just told. And so this uh, searching for the sort of confirmation is really looking for those, those people or building that network of, Mm -hmm. of people, you know, if it's in your team, your department or outside of that, wherever they exist. So um, just an interesting take on that. So it is, um, so it, this is interesting. It's making me somewhat self-reflective. I'll be honest. Okay. Um, so in a few days I have my own feedback coming to me from my upper, uh, management. So I'm going to, I'm going to, um, and, and I, I'm, you know, I've done it. I openly admit I haven't always accepted the feedback. And I've sought out others to commiserate with me or to validate what the feedback is I've got from people that I trust. I mean, if the people I trust, they validate the feedback, then I, you know, accept it. Mm-hmm. I, I admit that. 
after going through and reading the book Extreme Ownership, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to check my ego. Check your ego. It, you know, so that's in, interesting and in, not talked about here, but you just made me think of when you go into those confirm, those conversations, yeah. like performance reviews, yep. which I think there's a little bit of angst, regardless Absolutely. of who you are going into them, um, to be open-minded, just yeah. to, to not go in, because sometimes it makes you a little bit defensive yeah. because it's about you as a person. Right. And so just to be open-minded and, and really think about, you know, if there is some negative or constructive yeah. type of yeah. feedback. So this article, that book, I'm going to just try to go in and just listen, right? You know, open-minded, just listen to what is being said and not try to sort out like, well, is there an incident? Is there, but think bigger about it. Like instead of trying to root cause it. Yeah. So engineers love to root cause. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of who I am, not root cause it, but kind of understand what it is and then think about how I can do things differently. But I doubt that I'll be given any negative <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be glowing. <laughs> <laughs> so this is interesting timing of this article um, in, in about the feedback. So It is. I, um, I have gotten good feedback over the years and I've gotten some constructive feedback over the years. I, I feel like I... Um, really can uh, feel what he is saying about having that environment or that yeah. relationship already. Yeah. When I think about some of the constructive feedback or negative feedback that I've yeah. gotten over the years, and m- much like you're saying, I try to go in with that open mind, check the ego at the door, be open to hearing whatever feedback, trying to be a better person. I have run into the situation where you know, uh, given this feedback, asking a couple questions about it. Yeah. Like, okay, so maybe that particular, you know, thing didn't go so well. What advice would you give me so that doesn't happen again? Mm-hmm. Or how should I change that, you know, going forward? Yeah. What should I do differently? And so a little off topic here, but I don't know that the person giving me the feedback has ever been able to take it to the next level for me yeah and say okay they'll give me the constructive feedback or the negative feedback but there's nothing behind it there's nothing else to help me improve right so i think that also yeah matters yeah is if someone's gonna say hmm yeah that didn't go so well yeah or you shouldn't have done that or you know uh I've heard this. You should do things differently. There's no input or assistance on what is better. Yeah. Yep. I I also think that for, again, around the the feedback, I think if it's um, not a one-off, like a one-time... Yes. thing you know that somebody has picked out like oh well in such and such meeting you didn't talk yeah. so therefore you're not a team player you know when you're giving the feedback negative feedback make sure that you're able to show examples of hey there was these multiple meetings for example 
where you didn't speak up, you need to speak up. Right. Right. It's negative feedback or, you know, you don't seem to have any ideas in meetings. That would be even a worse negative feedback. Right? Like you don't seem to have any good ideas in meetings. Well, you don't speak up. So be able to, if you're going to give negative feedback, even if you, I think, don't have the rapport, the trust with somebody, at least be able to have multiple data points. Yeah, I agree with that. Because one instance, sure, talk about it. But that's one. Right. That's one time. The, I would say the when I look back at some of those, um, I wish I would have followed up on it. So if I was told, like in your example, you didn't speak up, you didn't share your ideas. Okay, well, how should I have handled that? Or what should I have done? And maybe in the moment, it's hard to think. On your feet, yeah. On your feet, yeah, like, what, yeah. oh, I mean, what, what, what should that be? But to follow up and go back, okay, well, let's, we don't talk about it today, but, you know, yeah. come back yeah. in a one-on-one or schedule a separate, yeah. you know, meeting to talk about what should I do differently. Mm-hmm. So if there were people in the meeting and that's how I was perceived, you know, if that's really how I am yeah. or not, that's how I was perceived. So what should I do differently? How could I handle yeah. that situation differently and come back to it? Otherwise, you're just going to get the same feedback. Right. So, all right. I think we've I think we've uh, exhausted the key points. I think we have. It was a it was a it was a good little article that we yeah. came across. Yeah. Um, Should we state the obvious? Okay, let's do it. The obvious is something I think that has been part of uh, the state the obvious portion on several of our episodes, and that is build relationships. Build relationships with your teammates. Build those trusted relationships with your boss and other leadership so that when they are giving the feedback, you know that it's coming from a good place and that you're also now in this environment where you're open to hearing it. You mentioned check your ego. So I think Mm -hmm. all the time um, that was a a great book and a great point that came out of that. Everyone Mm -hmm. has an ego. So when you go into situations Check it. Yep. Listen. Um, be open-minded about those types of things. Um, and the things that we were talking about as far as giving constructive feedback. So whether you're a peer or you're a people manager, when you're giving that feedback, give it from a place of, I want you to be better. Whoever is receiving this, I want you to be better. Mm-hmm. I want to help you improve. I want you to get to that that next level. Um this came out of another episode. It's not performance evaluation. It's performance elevation. Elevation. I feel like I bring that up all the time because yeah. I, I feel like it just touched my yeah. heart when, when we read that. So um, help elevate those people around you with your feedback and, and go into it with that intent. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. All right. So thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to our active military and our veterans. And stay tuned for our next episode of Cubicle Insanity.